Father, we rejoice on their journeys, Father. We pray that they'll continue to, to grow into the fullness of everything that you've called them to be and to do, Father. So now as we'll have this time tonight in our first Wednesday night service, Father, I declare that your word is anointed to remove every burden and destroy every yoke represented in this room. Not one person will walk out of here the same way that they came in. Holy Spirit, we yield to you to, to really allow you to have full course in this service have your way move up and down every aisle in and out of every row heal deliver set free make whole everything that you desire to do tonight holy spirit have your way in this service and we'll give you all the glory for all the good that'll come out of it in jesus name amen somebody shake someone's hand tonight and just tell them tonight is your night for breakthrough say it like you mean it to say tonight is your night for breakthrough. Now before you're seated, if you believe that, go ahead and act like you already have the breakthrough that you just confessed. Alright, you can be seated. I've got about 35 minutes, 30 minutes tonight. Tonight we're going to talk about setup for breakthrough. And we're really going to give you some things that you can do to set yourself up for breakthrough. So set up for breakthrough. The four is there because there are four steps we're going to give you tonight that you can begin taking. But somebody in this room tonight, it's your night. I don't know who that is, though, so, but somebody better go ahead and get in line for that. All right? Now, did you know, how many of y'all have ever heard the saying that God helps those who helps them help themselves? How many of y'all have ever heard that quoted as Bible? Right? God helps those that what? How many of y'all know that's not in the Bible? Did anyone know that's not in the Bible? Right? It's not in the Bible, right? But there are many principles in the Bible that talk about how to get through difficult times. Many of those, right? Many principles in the Bible that teach us how to operate in unclear seasons. Anybody had a season where you just didn't know what to do? What was going on? Stuck, right? Seasons when we get stuck. There are seasons in which things go smoothly and clear. You ever been in one of those where just everything is just rolling? Anybody ever been in one of those? Right? Those are good seasons to be in. Then there are times when we need to take action to get things done. Things that we're waiting on God to do. How many know it's not all God? Amen. There are times we need to step up and take action and get actively involved. And so tonight you can follow along. Version Bible app is always the best way. You might notice in that Version Bible app you have to fill in the... Uh, the space that's missing there so that you can participate in your learning tonight, okay? You're going to get something tonight. This is a formula. If you walk in it, you can have breakthrough all the time. Every time you come up against something, you'll know how to get yourself out of it, okay? Now, these are four steps you can begin taking now. Step number one, what you do daily matters. What you do daily matters. I mean, a lot of times we just do, we're consistent on Sundays, Right? But what we do daily matters. Go with me to Galatians chapter 6, and let's look at verses 7 through 9. I'll read out of the Passion Translation. What we do daily matters. Make no mistake about it. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. God will never be mocked. For what you plant, you will always be the, will always be the very thing you harvest. So what I harvest is a result of what I what? All right, what you do daily matters, okay? Remember that. What you do every day matters. 
So what you plant will be the very thing you harvest. Watch this. The harvest you reap reveals the seed that was planted. So I can't get upset at the harvest. Right? I can't ask why. I've got to go and look back at what I planted because the harvest only revealed what I planted. Can everybody see that? How many know that's not on other people? Who is that on? That's on us, right? So what did the harvest reveal? So if I want a different harvest, does that make sense? Okay, let's keep going. Because remember, God will never be marked. It's always going to be the very thing that you planted that you harvest. So if you plant corrupt seeds of self-life into the natural realm, then you can expect to experience a harvest of corruption. But if you plant the good seeds of spirit life, you will reap or harvest beautiful fruits that grow from the everlasting life of the spirit. Don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. Anybody ever got there before where, you know what, I just need a break from giving? Anybody? Anybody willing to be honest? Anybody? I just need a break from church. I need a break from church people. Right? Watch this. I need a break from serving. I don't feel like walking in love today. Anybody ever been there? Right? We all have, right? But remember, what you do daily matters. So every day you get an opportunity to plant seeds that will produce a harvest in your future. And you never know what seed you're planting today. You never know what that harvest will look like tomorrow. So learn how to get up and just keep doing what's right because it's right, even if everyone else is going wrong. Right? So don't be disheartened here. You'll see here. Don't allow yourselves to be weary or disheartened in planting good seeds. Watch this. For the season of reaping, the wonderful harvest you've planted is coming. Amen. How many know it takes faith to believe that? Yeah. And for some of you all, you've been planting and it's harvest time. Right. I'm trying, you better learn how to get, just, just get in that line. Huh? Just learn how to say, that's for me tonight. Right? And, and it's just the law of the land. If you keep doing it, you are getting ready to walk into what it is you believe God for. Amen. How many of y'all believe that? Yes. Right? So don't get weary. Don't get disheartened. Just keep doing what's right because it's right. And remember, what you do daily matters. If you can, learn how to take no days off. Amen. Especially when you say, I don't feel like walking in love today. That's the day you need to get in the book, get in your prayer time, and make sure you walk in love. Because that, har that seed you sow on that day, remember, it's setting you up for a wonderful harvest tomorrow. Amen. Right? Best time to sow, believe it or not, is when things just don't look like they're all lining up. Sometimes the enemy will send circumstances to get you off your focus. What you do daily matters. Do what's right because it's right. Number two. Change the way you think. Change the way you think. I wrote this down. How you think affects what you say. Right? 
How you think affects what you say, but what you say affects what you do. And then what you do becomes your character. Right? So if you want to change your character, how many of you know you first have to change your thinking? Right? And so change the way you think. Notice what I didn't say here, because we get so caught up in what other people think about us. You got to learn how to live above that. The only thing that matters is what do you think about yourself? We already know how God thinks about us. We can go right to the word, right? But how do we think about ourselves and the world around us? I'm telling you, you are on top. You are the head and not the tail. I'm telling you, you're above and not beneath. I'm telling you, you are on your way to the greatest harvest you've ever seen in your life. I believe that for you. But I mean, it really doesn't matter. I believe your best days are out in front of you. I believe you'll be debt-free this year. Watch this, though. But me believing that for you doesn't change your situation. You can't get up in the mirror every day and look at yourself and say, my God. I'm excited to see me and all of the great things that are getting ready to happen to me today. You need to look in the mirror and say, man, I'm so glad you woke up today. Because you are on your way to one of the great, this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice. I will be glad in it. Come on, somebody, I'm going to plant some good. You got to get up every day with a PMA, a positive mental attitude about yourself. Or you'll talk yourself out of so much that God has for you. Change the way you think. Proverbs 27 or 23, 7, the A portion of that New King James Version says, for as he thinks in his heart, what? So is he. So notice the person's life goes in the direction of the way they think. Notice what it said in their heart. Right? I mean, you can have thoughts in your head, just don't let them drop down to your heart. How do you know they drop down to your heart? They come out of your mouth. So how do I do that? What does that look like? Right? These are deposits. How did my heart get that way? What made me start thinking that marriage was not for me? What made me start thinking maybe I won't get married? What made me start thinking that maybe I will never be debt free? What made me start thinking I won't lose the weight? What made me start thinking I cannot uh, build a business? What made me start thinking that way? And why did I stop? Right? We got a real enemy out there, folks. How many know the battleground is the mind? Right? I can't change the way you think. Only you can change the way you think. The greatest gift that you can give to yourself is to learn how to not care what other people think about you. Wonderful gift you can give to yourself. How many know they're going to have a whole lot of things to say, good, bad, or indifferent? You got to know what is God said about me and what am I saying about myself? I'm telling you, your greatest blessings are still out in front of you. Some of them will happen this week. I'm working you somewhere. Right? If you're not getting up every day thinking that way, that's why you're not seeing anything. All right. Hebrews chapter 11. Go, go there with me. Verse 1, the Amplified Bible. Right? How do I get my thinking up? Right? Faith is important 
to progress in life, right? Anything you ever get in life, you have to get it by faith. Do you all agree with that? All right. Watch this. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1 says, now faith is, how do we change the way we think? Faith is the assurance. Faith is the assurance. Amplified says, the title deed or confirmation of things hoped for. Right? How I many of you know hope is in the future? I'm hoping for that land over there. I'm hoping for that strip mall over there. I'm hoping for that 33 acres on Hill Road. I'm hoping to own every piece of property all up and down. What's the name of that road? 278. I'm hoping for that. But how many know I can get past hope? I can get into something a little higher than that if I can find out something in this word that promises me that. Now I've got a title deed. I've got some assurance to put with my hope that that's mine. Where does that come from, right? I don't have a lot of time tonight, but where does that come from? How do I get this, this level of faith, right, that'll build my hope? Well, it comes from the Word of God, right? Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the what? So if you really study that out, how many know faith in the Word of God can really be interchangeable terms? I mean, I don't have faith if I don't know what the will of God is. Right? Well, what's the will of God? The will of God is the what? The Word of God. Right? So then faith comes by hearing, hearing by the Word of God. So then I need to have faith in God. Right? How do I have faith in God? I got to have faith in the Word of God. Right? How do I have faith in Jesus? I've got to have faith in the Word of God, right? James chapter, or uh, John chapter 14, or John chapter 1, verse 13 says the Word became, or John chapter 1, verse 3 says the Word became flesh and did what? And dwelt among us, right? So if I'm going to have faith in Jesus or faith in God, then I've got to have faith in the Word. Is that accurate? Right? Let's, let me give you one more. First John chapter 5 says that, you know, anytime that we pray, according, this is the confidence that we have. If we pray according to the will of God, he what? He hears us, right? And if he hears us, we know what? We have the petitions that we've desired of us, but that's praying according to the what? Will of God, which is what? The Word of God. So I don't really have faith if I don't know what the Word of God says. So then is it safe to say then the Word of God is the assurance? It is the title deed. It is the confirmation, right? Let me say it another way. One time when my son was young, I don't know, nine years old, he ordered something, or 10, he ordered something from FedEx. And, and it, you know how they leave a the little sticker on your door? So we go to pick it up with the sticker, and they tell him that we don't have it. Now, how many know that boy is upset? I'm sure it was a video game or something. I bet it was some kind of video game or something. How many know that boy was upset? Right? Well, you know what they called that little sticker? They called it a manifest. And they said to him, as long as you have that manifest, the package is yours. They couldn't locate the package without the manifest. Once we gave them the manifest, then all of a sudden another manager came found the package somewhere in the back, 
and then brought the package to my son, my son exchanged the manifest for the package. So notice the package was always there. But if he didn't have the manifest, he couldn't claim his package. He could have said, you know what God said. He could have said, I believe, I receive. He could have, all these quotes. But I mean, no, he had to have the manifest in order to get the package. I'm asking you tonight, do you have the manifest? Do you know what God's word says about your situation to claim your package? I came to tell you tonight, there are a lot of undelivered packages. There's a big warehouse somewhere in heaven with a whole lot of stuff with your name on it. And all you need is the manifest. All right, keep, stay with me now. So then faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation, or can we add this, the manifest? Right? That's what faith is. It's the manifest of things hoped for, but look what the Amplified says, divinely guaranteed. And the evidence of things not seen, right, the conviction of their reality. So once my son saw the sticker on the door, how many know he was convicted and convinced that his package was at the UPS place, FedEx place? And no one could tell him anything. He walked in there with attitude. I mean, if you know a kid, bam, where's my package at? And watch this. He wasn't leaving until he got it. Boy, we need some of that in our lives. I said, come on, somebody, we need some of that in our lives. Come on, I'm talking about till we stay with it long enough until we get it. So now, it was the conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses, right? So this means we've got to move beyond what we can see, what we can hear, what we can touch, what we can feel, and what we can taste. There must be a realm beyond that that has our stuff, and we need the stuff, the manifest, to pull out of that realm into our realm what we're believing for. All right? So you got to change the way you think. Now, what do I mean by that? If God said we're the head and not the tail, if you fully understand what that means, we owe nobody nothing but the love them. Which means my response, I'll share that, share that in a minute. My response to that then is I begin to live my life like what I already am. Okay? I'm talking about thinking here. I'm physically not debt free right now, but I'm living my life like I am. Right? How do you do that? Start off by paying cash for little things and acting like you're debt free before you become debt free. Start telling people, I don't spend it unless it's already in my bank account. With Lynn in your bank account. You got to think this way before you can ever be this way. Right? You got to learn how to walk on lots and say, one day, I'm going to pay cash for that. You got to learn how to drive in neighborhoods and say, one day, come on, somebody. I'm going to pay cash for that. You got to learn how to walk in your mother's house one day, your father's house. Your, your, come on, somebody. I'm talking people that you love. 
Say, one day, mom, I'm going to take care of all of this for you. Then you begin to order your life that way. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Let me show it to you another way. You got to change the way you think. Romans 4, 17, as it is written, I have made you a father of many nations. In the presence of him who believed God, who gives life to the dead, and cause those things which, which do not exist as though they did. I'm not crazy, folks. We already own that land. Amen. I'm not crazy. Don't look at me that way. But I got to call it before I can actually have it. Oh, Lord. Come on, somebody. Listen to me. We've already redeveloped the strip mall. It looks just like this facility right here. And it's got all linked up businesses in it. Now, you might walk out there and see it the way it exists right now. When I walk out, I see it the way I just described it to you. What am I doing? I'm acting like God. I'm calling those things that be not as though they were. Long before she showed up, I would lay on the bed and turn over on the pillow and say, Good night, baby. Nobody there. I'm not crazy. I'm acting just like God. Come on, somebody. I started saving like I was taking care of a person and there was nobody there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Amen. If you truly change the way you think, it'll change what you say. Then once you change what you say, it'll change the way you behave. It's kissing a pillow. Saying, good night, baby. Every night. Waking up in the morning. Good morning, baby. Nobody's there. Listen to me. I'm not crazy. I'm a faith man. Come on, somebody. You're a faith man. You're a faith woman. You got to catch this. Come on, you got to get in that car and call that car paid for it, paid off. Come on, you got to get the bill in the mail and say, I call it paid off now in Jesus' name. What will happen is the universe will begin lining up with the way you think. You can't change your atmosphere if you don't change the way you think. Folks, I'm not crazy. I stood in this room with not enough money to finish the project, calling the room full. I saw people all over the place. I'm not crazy. You're not crazy either. But if you won't say it, I promise you, you don't believe it. You still with me tonight? Go ahead and start calling some stuff right now. Call it the things that be not as though they are. Go on and start calling them. Come on, don't be afraid. Look at you, the lockjaw. Don't get lockjaw. Loose your tongue right now. Come on, say it. Say something. You, this is a lifestyle. If you don't learn how to do this, you'll never walk in this. Now go ahead and thank God for it right now. Come on, thank God for it. And if you'll keep sowing that seed every day, 
you're going to see that harvest. Number three, you've got to believe. Now, again, we haven't been doing a lot of this lately, but it's all getting ready to come back. You've got to believe you receive when you pray. Most of you all are waiting to receive to believe. You're never going to receive that way. You actually have to believe you received when you prayed, not when you received it. When I see it, I'll believe it. That's the world. And the kingdom is when you believe it, you'll see it. Still with me out there? How many of y'all believing to get married? Say I'm married to the best person the kingdom of God could ever bring me. Go ahead and thank God for it right now. Come on, somebody. Come on, man. Get, get. You got to believe that. I'm probably 20 years ago, Bob, you don't learn how to say this and get up and talk like this. Come on, somebody. I didn't say just anybody. You're getting ready to be married to the best that the kingdom has to offer. Come on, I'm talking about his best son or daughter. He's preparing for you right now. Everything you ever dreamed about, everything you always saw yourself doing, come on, it's coming to you now. Mark chapter 11, 22 through 24, the Amplified says, Jesus replied, have faith in God. Notice what the Amplified says constantly. So then do we take time off from this? Right? That means you need to get up every day saying something. Every day you wake up, say, I'm one step closer to meeting him or her. And matter of fact, the day might just be the day when we walk right into each other's eyesight. You got to get up like that every day. Come on, somebody. You got to get up every day. I'm one day closer to being debt free and owing no man nothing but the love. But today just might be the day that it happens. Listen, folks, we're one day closer to owning that land over there, that 33 acres. Come on, somebody might put the money in my pocket before I leave out of here tonight. If not tonight, I might not wake up long enough tomorrow before somebody's chasing us down to get that into our head. Do you understand the universe now has to cooperate with that? Well, I was kissing you for years before I kissed you. And then when I kissed her, I felt like I had always been there. Y'all understand what I'm saying? Now I've been kissing you for 21 straight years. Come on, somebody. Girl, you make me want to just put some butter on you. And sop you up like a biscuit. You're looking so good. I assure you and most solemnly say to you, whoever says to this mountain, got to say something, be lifted up, thrown into the sea, does not doubt in his heart, watch this, in God's unlimited power, but believe that what he says is going to take place, Folks, let's go home. It will be done for him in accordance to God's will. You can be debt free because it's his will for you to be debt free. 
Come on, you can walk in love because it's his will for you to walk in love. Come on, you can have peace 24 hours a day, seven days a week because that's his will for you to have peace. But believes that what he says is going to take place, it will be done. For this reason, I'm telling you, whatever things you ask for in prayer in accordance with God's will, believe with confident trust that you have received them they will be given to you. I'm not crazy, folks. But you got to actually act like you have it before you have it. Which means you begin to already set your whole life up that way. You need to learn how to wash the car you have right now. Like it's the one you've been dreaming about. See y'all in I'm talking to myself today. You got to learn how to keep the apartment you live in right now clean like it's the dream house you believe in for. And when you're cleaning those floors, call those wood floors marble floors. Come on, somebody. When you walk in that little tight closet, walk in there and say it's a walk-in closet with a shoe shelf all the way on this side. Come on, somebody. For all my shoes. You got to see it that way. See, y'all ain't ready for this. Come on, somebody. You gotta, I'm not crazy. But people thought we were crazy. We're going to pay cash for our first building. You're mobile. You're setting up, breaking down. You got to say that and see it. I was walking in West End like we own the place. Amen. Now, guess what? Now we got our own. Right? You got to learn how to do it. You got to learn how to keep the shoes shine that you got right now. And then car start calling them red bottoms or whatever you into. Right? Whatever it is. You all understand what I'm telling you? But you actually have to believe you have it before you have it. Somebody getting ready to get a breakthrough tonight. I didn't say tomorrow. Somebody getting ready to get it in their spirit tonight and walk in it. All right, go to Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to come on down the home stretch, and I'm going to let you all go tonight. Matthew chapter 9, I'm going to go by this real fast. What are we talking about now? Believe you receive when you pray. When did you receive it? When? When you prayed. All right? So when did you pray about it? I'm trying to teach you something. Because think about it. If you don't get this, you'll pray about a lot of stuff and never receive it. Because you actually didn't believe you received it at the point that you prayed for it. So you got to know how to shift over from now praying for it to confessing that I have it. Everybody clear? It's called Thanksgiving. Father, I thank you that I'm debt free. Mark chapter 9, Matthew chapter 9, verse 18. Passion translation says, while Jesus was still speaking, an influential Jewish leader approached and knelt before him saying, help me, my daughter has just died. Now, what's going on with his daughter? She's dead. Why is he asking him to help him? He obviously believes something different, 
right? What's happening with his daughter? She's dead. But he says, Master, I need you to what? Now watch his language here, folks. I'm telling you, this is all the book. Help me. My daughter has just died. Please come and place your hands upon her so that she will live again. Folks, everything that looks dead in your life doesn't have to stay dead. I'm getting ready to go home all by myself. Sometimes things will die in the natural so that you can resurrect them in the spirit realm. So you can act like God. This died, folks. It's called being released. But it can live again. I mean, your first marriage might have died. Oh, that's all right. Let's stretch our hand. Come on, let's all agree right now because that was personal right there. But your next one will live again. Come on, everybody stretch their hands right there in Jesus' name. She said that too quick right there. Oh, yeah, it died. Thank God it died too. Let it stay dead. All right, everything dead in your life doesn't have to stay dead. First one didn't work, doesn't mean the second one can't be far greater. Come on, I'm preaching better than anybody saying amen in here. So he said, just come and put your hands on her and she will live what? Again. So Jesus and his disciples got up and went with him. Suddenly a woman came from behind Jesus and touched the tassel of his prayer shawl for healing. Why is she touching his prayer shawl? To get healed. She had been suffering from continual bleeding for how many years? But had faith that Jesus could do what? Who was her faith in? That he could what? So she kept saying to herself, if I could only touch his prayer shawl, I would be healed. What is she doing? Calling those things. Just then, Jesus turned around and looked at her and said, My daughter, be encouraged. Your faith has what? Healed you. Whose faith? faith. Whose faith? faith. Jesus' faith. So, in other words, she harvested what she sowed. And what she sowed was what she said. What she said was what she believed. So, what she harvested was what she said. She might have been saying that to herself for 12 years. Then her moment came. I'm telling you, for somebody in here, your moment has come. I wish it was just a little bit more faith in this room today. I said, for somebody in here, your moment has come. All right, so when Jesus finally entered the home, let me show you something else here very quickly. All right, so my daughter, be encouraged, your faith has healed you, and instantly she was what? That means things can happen instantly. Like tonight, like right now. Come on, shifts can happen. Come on, the atmosphere can change. Come on, you can be broke one minute and and blessed the next minute. You can be single and in a relationship. Come on, somebody, you can be sick, then you can be healed. Come on, you can be down, then you can be up. You can be depressed, then you can be whole. It's all in there. All right, watch this now. So when Jesus finally entered the home of the Jewish leader, he saw a noisy crowd of mourners wailing and playing a funeral dirge on their flutes. Now, how many know that's just the way the world will do? It's over for you. 
Come on, they'll make up songs right or wrong. You go to church, you get your money, and look at you. Right or wrong. You did all of that, you served, and you still broke. Look at you, still don't have, right? They'll have a funeral for your faith. <laughs> right or wrong. Especially if they like my family. They're going to rub it in your face too, right? Now watch this. I want to show you something. You got to learn how to do this, right? So they began to play all the funeral music. Then he told them, you must leave. You got to learn how to get everybody who doesn't believe the way you believe and see the way you see things. You got, I try to tell my children this all the time. Don't let negative people bring you down to the ground. Don't do it. You got to learn how to get everybody who doesn't see the way you see, think the way you see, believe the way you believe. Come on, won't celebrate your dreams, won't encourage you. You got to learn how to tell them to leave. I don't need you here right now because I'm trying to get somewhere. So notice, Jesus didn't have time to be concerned about their feelings, how they would see that, whether they would be offended. He told everyone in the room to do what? Leave. For the little girl is not dead, she's only sleeping. She's dead. But what is he doing? He's setting himself up. What is he doing? He's speaking it. He's calling those things. Hello? She's not dead. I'm going to show you how your family and your friends are going to do it. I'm going to be debt free. You clown fool. They're going to ridicule you. We're going to build a church. Fool, you ain't built a house yet. What are you talking about building a church? I mean, that's just the way your family, friend. They're going to ridicule you and talk about you. So notice what they did here, right? They, they began to ridicule him. Then everyone began to ridicule him. But after he made the crowd go outside, he went into the girl's room, gently took hold of her hand. She immediately stood to her feet, and the news of this, this miracle spread everywhere. So now we see two key words here, instantly and immediately. Somebody in this room. Stop playing around with this. I'm telling you, just stop playing, church. Some stuff with your name on it. Come on, it's in a warehouse. Waiting on you to claim it. I just got to close. Take action. Take action. James chapter 2. Musicians, take action. James chapter 2. Verse 17 and 18, then verse 26, Passion Translation. So then faith doesn't involve, that doesn't involve action is what? Faith that doesn't involve action is phony. So if you don't respond to what you believe in some kind of way, you just leave here tonight and go on with your life as normal, that's called phony faith. Still with me? How many of y'all glad you came tonight? First Wednesdays are getting ready to be good, man. I'm telling you, Holy Ghost meetings. So then faith doesn't involve action. That doesn't involve action is what? Someone might object and say, one person has faith, another person has works. Go ahead then and prove to me that you have faith without works. If you look up that word, well, that word works, there's ergon. 
And it's just a corresponding action that supports what you believe. So in other words, if I'm believing to be debt free, but still charging stuff, my faith is phony. Come on, somebody. If I'm believing to get married, but I'm with people that aren't saved, my faith is phony. When my actions don't correspond with what I'm believing, right? You still there? Say, go ahead then and prove to me that you have faith without your works. And notice what James says, and I will show you faith by my works as proof that I believe. For just as a human body without a spirit is a dead corpse, so then faith without the expression of good works or good responses is dead. All right? So in conclusion today, what you do on a daily basis matters. How you think about yourself and the world around you matters. Believing and having faith matters. It all sets you up for a breakthrough. Now, I know you thought I was going to lay hands on you tonight. I'm not doing none of that. I'm setting you up to do something for yourself that puts you in position for your breakthrough. Now you can do it every day. You don't have to wait to come to church. Hello. All right. So by developing these key principles in your life, you will, make, you will gain amazing clarity and get momentum towards a lifestyle of continuous breakthroughs. All right, it's 812 on that clock, all right? I wanna give you 30 seconds to practice what you just heard and then get a thought in your mind about what your response will be to the breakthrough that you're believing for. And I want you to make the commitment to do it. And then I want you to take the last five to ten seconds and thank God like you already have it. Stand up on your feet. Take 30 seconds right now to make a quality decision that what I do every day will matter. Right? Change the way you believe or think. Right? Believe you have it before you have it. And then I love number four. Take action. Just go ahead. Right there. Go ahead. Right in your seat. Father, I call that land in now. I see community economic development training center. I see warehouses. I see schools. I see tracks. I see baseball diamonds, football fields. I see us educating the next generation. Hallelujah. My response to that, Father, is we will continue to save a certain percentage that we're saving until we reach that goal. And I'm trusting you to put your super on that natural and get us there even faster than what we can do within ourselves. We call it in now, in Jesus' name. Now, would somebody just take a few seconds to thank God like you already have it before you have it? Come on, you can do better than that. Come on, thank God like you have it before you already have it. All right, all right. Now listen to me. I want you to do this for me, okay? I'm going to put this on everything that I love. If you'll follow those four steps to your breakthrough, there's somebody in this room I will not see before the next first Wednesday, and you're not telling me that what you believed for 
came to pass in your life. I put that on everything I love. All right. If you'll do it, notice, not for the one that's just going to act like it. That's phony faith, right? But the one that's really going to respond properly, we won't have another first Wednesday service without a person in this room testifying about what God did and the miraculous breakthrough that you walked in. Come on, if you believe that, thank God for it right now. That's going to happen, folks. It might be me testifying. All right. Just look up here with, with me very quickly. If, you can't, if you're here tonight, listen, folks, this stuff is serious. Your life can be different one year from now. But you've got to get serious about your life.